It's time for Rhema for Today. So I said to Mama, if you, if you want to live, will that help any? She said, well, that's about 50% of the battle. Well, I made a little adjustment on the inside of me, and I said, well, I've got 50% of it made now. I'll start to work on the other 50%. And I knew right where to start. Now, Lord, if you'll forgive me for worrying, you see, after all, uh, my mother and my grandmother were world champion warriors. You see, I not only was bedfast and I knew something I didn't know altogether. It was the next month, August, that Dr. Robertson sat down and told me all about my condition. The other doctors didn't. And, and so I, uh, Mama and Grandma, you know, you, you'd pick that up from them to, to worry, you know because they were world champion warriors. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching, Casting Your Cares Upon the Lord, next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. It just doesn't look fair. And the more I thought about it, the more sorry I felt for myself. Poor old me. And Mama tried to comfort me all day long around the bed. I mean, I cried all day long. And she tried to comfort me. And so finally at 6 p.m., July the 4th, 1933, I said to Mama... Now, see, I didn't know all that the Bible said. I hadn't been able to read it. I couldn't see too well because of my physical condition. And I'd done very little reading. Some, but very, very little in that three-month period. I suppose the whole three-month period, if you put it all together, I hadn't read an hour. So I said to Mama, if you, if you want to live, will that help any? She said, well, that's about 50% of the battle. Well, I made a little adjustment on the inside of me, and I said, well, I've got 50% of it made now. I'll start to work on the other 50%. And I knew right where to start. Now, Lord, if you'll forgive me for worrying, you see, after all, uh, my mother and my grandmother were world champion warriors. You see, I not only was bedfast and I knew something I didn't know altogether. It was the next month, August, that Dr. Robertson sat down and told me all about my condition. The other doctors didn't. And, and so I, uh, Mama and Grandma, you know, you, you'd pick that up from them to, to worry, you know, because they were world champion warriors. And I not only was nearly dead, but I was about to worry myself to dead the rest of the way. And I read in the scripture, I got far enough, you know, into the New Testament, until I got down there to Matthew 6, where he said, take no thought of your life, what you shall eat or drink, wherewithal you shall be clothed, and so on and so forth. And a uh, little, little footnote in the Testament I was reading out of, you know, said, uh, referred me to this verse here in 1 Peter 5, 7, and so on, and, and, and also Philippians. Philippians, the fourth chapter and the sixth verse. King James translated, said, be careful for nothing. That's a little bit blind to us. Another translation said, Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. 
Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. But in everything, with prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. You see, we don't pay a lot of attention to that first statement of Philippians 4, 6. But we strongly emphasize the other part of it. But in everything, by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. But you see, the rest of the verse will not work without taking the first step. Be careful for nothing. That's a little blind to us in the King James. Do not fret or have any anxiety about anything. Hallelujah. So that's the first thing the Lord began to deal with me about and I knew on the inside of me what I've got to do. So I began to say to him, now Lord, if you'll forgive me, and I know you will because you said if we confess our sins, you're faithful and just to forgive us and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. And so I repent. Now I don't know about you, some Christians, you hear some people talk about they got saved, they're bound with a tobacco habit. They just struggled as hard as thing in the world for them to get rid of that tobacco habit. Other folks had a, a drinking habit, an alcohol. It's hard for them to get rid of that. Some folks are on dope. It's hard for them to get rid of that. I don't know about you, but the, the hardest the, the job I ever had was to give up the sin of worrying. You say, is worry a sin? Yeah. Don't shout me down now just because I'm preaching real good. <laughs> it's the worst habit of the bunch. Rest of them will just half kill you, but this one will kill you. <laughs> so I said, at 6 p.m., July the 4th, 1933, I asked you to forgive me for worrying. I asked you to forgive me for feeling sorry for myself. I asked you to forgive me for having a pity party. I asked you to forgive me for being discouraged. And I know you do because you said you would. I thank you for it. And I promise you that from this day forward, the longest day I live, I'll never worry again. See, you've got to quit sinning. You can't just keep on sinning and get by. I promise you I'll never have the blues again. I promise you I'll never feel sorry for myself again, the longest day I live. Well, he forgave me. Praise God. I felt the guilt go away from me. And from that day to this, I passed up marvelous opportunities to work. <laughs> I passed up marvelous opportunities to be discouraged. I passed up marvelous opportunities to feel sorry for myself, to have a pity party, to have the blues. But God's my eternal witness, though I might have been greatly tempted, I have not. You see, you cannot really walk by faith and pray the prayer of faith without also praying the prayer of commitment or casting upon the Lord. They go together. And you see, then once you've cast that upon the Lord, then you can't talk about it anymore. That's the reason that people, whether it's in church, whether it's on the radio or on television, or whether it's at Rainbow, wherever it is, that when it comes to finances, you can't pray the prayer of faith for finances and then keep talking about the lack of money and keep talking about it's not working. Amen. Amen. Because once you've cast that care, once you've cast that anxiety, once you've cast that worry upon the Lord, then he has it. You don't have it anymore. And if you do have it, then he doesn't have it. 
Now, I think God in his great mercy sometimes just helps some of us to stumble through some way or another. Some folks. But time's coming when they're going to have to shape up. Amen. So I, I began to practice that. And I think I have an advantage over a lot of folks by starting out as a teenager in this area. Just absolutely refuse to worry. Just cast it on the Lord. And it came in a great, great advantage to me when I started ministering. Then when I began to pastor. Now that doesn't mean that you don't do your part. That doesn't mean, you see, that you don't prepare yourself. There in Matthew, he said, Jesus said, take no thought for tomorrow. Now that doesn't mean you can't think about what. In other words, what he's saying actually is don't be overly anxious about tomorrow. You have to take thought and make preparation, but don't be overly anxious about tomorrow. And I don't know, I never could figure out why, but it finally dawned on me after it's all over. But every church I pastored, every Pentecostal church, now the first church I pastored, I was a Baptist boy preacher. And this is just a country church, a community church. 85% of us were Baptist, but we made it a community church because it's the only church in the country. 19, you know, in, in the mid-30s, in the Depression days, and there's more people living in the country in those days than we're in town. And uh, so we made a community church where everybody would feel free to come. And actually, I just went out there. I didn't do too much pastoring. I just went out to the country to preach on Sunday morning, Sunday night, and Thursday night. And it was a great joy, praise God, and not any problems. But then I got the baptism of the Holy Ghost and spoke with other tongues and came over among the Pentecostals. Well, I thought at first, all of these folks are talking in tongues, you know. I thought this all about to sprout wings. <laughs> Finally, I discovered that just the shoulder braids are sticking out, you know. <laughs> and you talk about problems. You talk about being tempted. Amen. <laughs> to be overly concerned. I remember in 1939, just at uh, 21 years of age, during that year I became 22, but at 21 years of age, my wife and I accepted the pastor of a little full gospel church in the black man in north central Texas. Now I don't know why, but every single full gospel church or Pentecostal church that I pastored was a troubled church. Every single one of them. And this particular church that I mentioned, 1939, I didn't know it, see, because I'm new over in Pentecostal circles. And this church is, you know, number-wise, people-wise, in this particular area or section, these 30 or 40 churches of that particular full gospel domination, and this church is number four in people-wise, you know. There's only three other churches that got more people in some of the larger cities than this one. And uh, I didn't know it, you see, because I'm new, you know. Wouldn't anybody have it? Wouldn't, wouldn't any preacher take it? They, they won't have it because it's just trouble. Welcome to Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. Right now, let's join Kenneth and Lynette Hagan. I love our offer for this month. The first is a CD by your dad, praying for the precious fruit of the earth. And I believe that out of this crisis that we've been experiencing, we're going to have some precious fruit of the when, earth. When he's talking about the precious fruit of the earth, he's talking about people being born again. That's right. Yes. That's right. And then uh, my CD, The Lord, Our Peace. Right. Uh, you know, one of the scriptures that the Lord gave me as I was actually doing this message, because I love peace. 
peace. You know me. Yes. I, I like peace all the time. I don't like for people to argue and, and all of those things. And I will never forget one time I was just saying, Lord, when am I going to just experience perfect peace in my life? And you know what he said to me? An answer that we don't ever like to hear. Yeah, yeah. And he said, never. And I said, never. Well, but let me tell you the scripture that he gave me so that I could have peace in the midst of circumstances. It was um, John 16, 33, and I like this in the Amplified. It says, so that in me you may have perfect peace. In the world you have tribulation and distress and suffering, but be courageous, be confident, be undaunted, be filled with joy. I have overcome the world. My conquest is accomplished my victory abiding. Yes. And so in him, we can have peace. Yeah. And so I talk about the Lord is our peace. And then, of course, your book, honey, free. Right. Uh, so many times we're challenged and we we tend to want to worry, but right. we don't have to worry because we can cast our cares on the There's Lord. There's a difference between worry and being concerned about That's something. That's right. That's My right. dad used to say that all the time. But you know, you're talking about in him we'd have peace. Yes. Paul says... In Him we live and move. and move and have our being. Yes. In Him. Christ said, my peace I give to you. My peace I leave with you. That's right. So, praise the Lord. So, all of these for a gift of $20 or more. And they will bless you. Yes, they will. Call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. Again, call toll-free 1-888-FAITH-99. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagen will continue his message on casting your cares upon the Lord. That's tomorrow on Rama for Today with Kenneth and Lynette Hagen.